Capcast. Dr. Matt Anderson will discuss his work on new methods to sequence the genes encoding human leukocyte antigens, better known as HLA. Dr. Anderson is Vice President and Medical Director at the Blood Center of Wisconsin, an Associate Investigator at the Blood Research Institute, and an Assistant Professor of Pathology at the Medical College of Wisconsin. He also currently serves on the Personalized Healthcare Committee of the CAC, and he's written a short article summarizing some of his work on HLA genes, posted now in the Precision Medicine Resource Center on the CAP website, cap.org. Dr. Anderson, welcome. First, can you tell us a little bit about what prompted your interest in HLA gene sequencing? Sure. Well, the HLA genes, some could argue, are some of the most clinically important genes in the human genome, and that's particularly when it comes to infectious disease, autoimmunity, and, of course, transplantation. Consistent with their role in the immune response, HLA genes are some of the most polymorphic genes in the human genome, and we've actually identified over 17,000 alleles worldwide to date. And this high degree of polymorphism in the HLA region makes it really challenging to sequence HLA genes using standard Sanger sequencing technology. And so with the advent of next-generation sequencing technology, many of us in the HLA field believe that if we could solve the problem of sequencing these difficult genes um, using next-gen sequencing, the lessons that we would learn would also help in other regions of the human genome that were difficult to sequence. What are some of the potential applications for your research with HLA gene sequencing? Well, probably the most clinically relevant application today is in hematopoietic cell transplant. It turns out that all of the currently available data that we have on the effect of HLA matching on transplant outcome is based on sequencing a very limited portion of the HLA genes. But now with next-generation sequencing approaches, we can sequence the entire HLA genes and discover new polymorphisms, which also may impact transplant outcome. And I also have a currently ongoing research collaboration with the Medical College of Wisconsin here in Milwaukee where we're using full-gene HLA next-gen sequencing to evaluate a large cohort of unrelated donor-recipient transplant pairs to look at the degree of genetic match across the HLA genes and how that may impact transplant outcome. And with this new sequencing technology, we found some donor-recipient pairs that actually look completely identical at a genetic level, despite being unrelated to each other. And we have some preliminary data that suggests that these recipients have a lower rate of transplant complications, including graft-versus-host disease. You mentioned in your article that NGF has advantages over other molecular methods when typing HLA alleles. What are the advantages? Well, without getting too technical, the primary advantage of all next-generation sequencing methods is that only one molecule of DNA is amplified and sequenced at a time. Um, This clonal property of next-generation sequencing technology is really very important for polymorphic genes such as HLA. This clonal sequencing allows us to determine how polymorphisms are linked together, or what we call in phase, along the chromosome. And this allows us to generate a more accurate HLA type with less ambiguity. If folks are more interested to read more about this, my article has more information. You mentioned promising developments in bioinformatics in your article that may lead to better data and therefore better therapies. Can you explain these developments a bit more for us or the direction they're going? So advances in bioinformatics have enabled us to generate accurate HLA typing results for more complex sequencing data sets such as exome and whole genome sequencing. This is important as in recent years we've seen a greater appreciation for the role of HLA in cancer immunotherapy. In fact, I fully expect that in the future patients are not only going to have their tumor sequenced but also have their HLA genes analyzed to help determine if they will or will not respond to immunotherapeutic agents like checkpoint inhibitors. 
Therefore, pathologists will need to become more aware about the HLA system and the methods used to derive an HLA genotype. The reality is that HLA is not just for transplant disease association anymore. What new articles or research can we expect from you in the near future on the Precision Medicine Resource Center? Sure. Well, the overall promise of precision medicine is to use the wealth of molecular data that we're generating to discover new insights into human disease and then apply that knowledge to improve patient health. And for this vision to become reality, it takes partnership and collaboration amongst all stakeholders in the healthcare ecosystem, including the laboratory, physicians, researchers, and industry. I'm personally very interested in how healthcare systems are developing and applying these precision medicine approaches. And one of my plans is to ask the leaders of these efforts to share their experience with the pathologist community through the resource page. How about from your fellow committee members? Well, the advantage of working with a committee of dedicated and knowledgeable pathologists is deep expertise in many different areas of precision medicine. And several committee members have offered article topics for the webpage in areas like triple negative myeloproliferative neoplasms and molecular panels for bloodstream, pathogen identification, and also pharmacogenomics. You can look for these articles coming in future months. Finally, what other resources and information can visitors find on the Precision Medicine Resource Center? The Personalized Healthcare Committee of the College of American Pathologists curates the webpage, and we offer links to scholarly articles and presentations on precision medicine topics, such as PDL1 or the use of liquid biopsies. In addition to these public resources, the page also lists some resources accessible by CAP members. These include the short presentations on emerging concepts and also webinars. Of course, there are also links for visitors to the Resource Center to contact our committee for more information or to leave feedback. Precision medicine is a very rapidly evolving field, and the Personalized Healthcare Committee launched the Precision Medicine Resource Center to be an easy-to-use resource for current information on precision medicine. The field of precision medicine is moving very fast, so its content will change and be updated regularly. We always encourage visitors to return regularly to the site to see what's new. Thank you, Dr. Anderson, for elaborating on these topics. As Dr. Anderson mentioned, more information can be found on the Precision Medicine Resource Center on the CAP website. To find the Resource Center, go to cap.org and search for Precision Medicine. Thank you for listening to this CAPcast, and be sure to listen to other CAPcasts from the CAP on our SoundCloud channel at soundcloud.com forward slash pathologist. And we're also now on iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes by searching for the word CAPcast in your iTunes store. Once you find our podcast, be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss any new podcasts.